Hey guys, welcome to the Walking Points Podcast for Men. I'm Dale Tedder, and as a little treat, uh, a couple years ago, uh, a friend and co-worker, Ian Stake, he and I are both on staff here at our church, and we did a podcast. We did I don't know, about 35 or 36 podcasts over the course of a year. It was a lot of fun, but it was also a lot of time, and we just found that we couldn't squeeze that into our schedules quite as easily um, after that time was up. And we still have these things online. They're still in the laptop, and Ian was kind enough to put those together for me so I could share them and get them on iTunes. So this is sort of a little archive um, of Walking Points podcast uh, conversations that Ian and I had uh, over the course of 2016 and a little bit of 2017. Again, it was a lot of fun. We just couldn't pull it off schedule-wise. But uh, anyway, I wanted to put those on, uh, get them in the archive, so to speak, put them on iTunes, because I thought we shared a lot of things, had some great conversations that I think you guys would really enjoy. So without any further ado, enjoy this first ever Walking Points podcast introduction with Ian Stake and myself. Thanks so much. and luxurious upper room studio here at the Southside Study Center. Today is Thursday, February 11th, and I am Dale Tedder, and I'm here with Ian Stake. How you doing, Ian? I'm great, Dale. How are you doing this morning? I'm just happy that we're finally up and running with uh, our little sideshow here. You know, I'm really excited about this because I think this podcast and the following ones are really going to be helpful for me personally and a lot of uh, men I know, so... Um, I'm looking forward to this. And real quickly, we probably ought to introduce ourselves. Why don't you tell us about what you do here at, well, where we are and what you do at Southside and beyond with Amplify and a little bit, and I'll share a little. Sure. We're coming uh, from the Upper Room Studios here on the campus of Southside United Methodist Church in Jacksonville, Florida, and uh, I am on staff here at the church doing uh, the director of evangelism position, also lead worship. And uh, on the team here with Dale Tedder. And I am Dale Tedder. I'm the Minister of Discipleship here at Southside. And uh, that involves everything from men's ministry to Bible studies to, to visiting and all sorts of things in between. But I've been here, gosh, this go-round for 17 years. And uh, we've had our men's ministry up and running here for about 15 years, um, right next to where we are. There used to be a house, and that's uh, where I used to live. And we started with about six guys in a back room. And uh, it was the proverbial early, you know, O-Dark 30. And we would get up, meet, have coffee, some donuts, and began. And it just grew, word of mouth. It began to really meet the needs of a lot of the guys that went. And um, we, we outgrew it. And so we moved over to the Family Life Center and started an extra day of the week. And it just, it's been an incredible experience for me. But what I've really learned is so many facets of men's lives, um, 
I think men, we will talk about this in a few minutes, but men tend to compartmentalize their, their lives. If you imagine, for example, a tall building with lots of offices, um, in one office may be man's faith, in another office, work, another office, I mean, just all these different places, and they're not really integrated. Right. So when I'm at work, I'm only at work. It's sort of like uh, <laughs> the scene at the very end of The Godfather where Michael Corleone is having everybody whacked mm-hmm. while he's at a baptism service or a christening, I guess they would call it. And nope, no, no problem with that. <laughs> now, I'm not saying the men of Southside mm-hmm. are having people whacked or things right. like that. But a lot, a lot of men just compartmentalize their faith so they're not thinking in terms of how they can serve Christ right. at work or what that looks like at home. Right. Whether it's you know in their marriage or raising children, um, what it looks like in their community, there's just it, it can become this compartmentalized life, and so one of the things that we wanted to do with a, a podcast is help men see what it means to follow Christ in all the different spheres of their lives, uh, so that it's an integrated whole and not just another something we've added on. I guess is a way of looking at that. Well, I'm looking forward to it as someone who's benefited from all the different groups you've helped launch and um, going from Baxter Boys to Southside Men and now in this whole digital realm where we are out in the world everywhere from here to the Philippines, uh, where I know some folks have uh, followed you on your blog. And so we're, we're excited about being able to share what God is doing in our lives to um, bring us closer in a relationship with him and do a lot of great things, not just for us, but in all the relationships that we're in. So tell us a little bit about what we're going to do, like in a podcast. Well, you know, why another podcast? What are we going to try to accomplish? And through talking about the different spheres of our lives, and we'll talk more about what that even means in just a minute, uh, we want to hopefully, you know, add some value to all the men that might be listening. Uh, We want to engage the men, hopefully, you know, educate a little. I really want to pour out some encouragement because I think in our culture, men get beaten up a lot. Right. Um, there's book after book after book that I've read on men's ministry that always has at the heart of the problem are men. And, and statistically, there may be some truth in that as far as you know, the prisons are mostly men and all that sort of thing. But we need to be encouraged to build up. So I want to do that. And um, you know, a nice Bible word is I want to edify, strengthen, build up, encourage the men who may be listening and hopefully equip them so that they can start living this life that we're suggesting God wants for them. And, uh, and, and hopefully it'll even be a little entertaining as well. Um, well, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> before we started this, I was laughing my head off and I had to kind of calm down before we began. So I sounded like I knew what I was talking about a little. Well, I, you know, I think uh, generally that's all going to be really good. And then specifically, I think you're really going to have some tangible things. And that the title of this podcast is Walking Points. Is that right? That's right. So how did you come up with that? Where, where did that come from and where are you going with that, the title of Walking Points? Well, Walking Points probably came from watching too much TV. Um, <laughs> you know, if you watch too much news, um, you see, especially during this political election, you know, this right. campaign, all the different campaigns, and we're in the primary season now. And so you have either the candidate himself or herself, or you have the 
the operative come on and give you the talking points mm-hmm. of you know the, the main idea, the key idea of what they're trying to communicate. And of course, we have that too as Christians. You know, we have a message. Right. You know, the message is Jesus Christ and His gospel, which is good news, as we were talking about recently in a Bible study we taught together. And we definitely want to communicate that. But it's got to translate into the way we live our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got to show up at work. It's got to show up at home. And it doesn't mean we hop on top of our desk at work and hold a John 3.16 bumper sticker. And you remember the guy who used to be at all the Super Bowls with the rainbow, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. you know, afro, <laughs> all I, that I'm sort of thing. Missed that, the Super Bowl. I, looking know, for him. It's not the same. But we, we want it to just show up in the daily living of our lives and so that's one aspect, you know, I kind of, it was a kind of a play on words with talking points, but the other more important idea behind it is in the Bible, the word walk or walking very often is used to describe a person's faith in their relationship with God. So for example, you know, so-and-so walked with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Enoch at the very beginning of scripture, Enoch walked with God, um, or let your walk be worthy of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one is, you know, walk in the light and not in darkness. Those are just some examples of where it's not, you know, the, it's not talking about physical, literal, mm-hmm. one step after another walking, but it's talking about the journey of faith and the relationship we have with God. So I'm, I'm taking that idea and just turning it into, you know, we do have the message, we have the content of the faith, which is vital. Right. But it it's to be lived out. It's got to be translated into that daily walk with the Lord or you know, what is it good for? Right. You know, I want to break out and say absolutely nothing. Um, right. <laughs> so you really want to help uh, men not just have ideas or spiritual principles, but actual practical ways in which that can be lived out at, at work, at right. home, uh, being um, a, a leader in whatever realm they're in, right? Right. So, I mean, you get some real... But it's a both and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I remember when I first arrived at one church and someone approached me and said, what kind of Bible studies do you teach? And I wasn't quite sure. And mm-hmm. I said, can you share a little bit more about what you're really asking? And they said, well, I don't, I want application Bible studies. And I said, well, what is it you want to apply? And they said, oh. And I said, right. I said, <laughs> It is going to have application. We are going to talk about things we want to put into practice, but mm-hmm. what is it we're trying to put into practice? Right. And so that's where the the, the beliefs, the the values, the pra- the principles, all those things we're going to be talking about all of that. And so hopefully we're going to do a good balanced job of a both you know both and way of looking at the Christian faith and not just stuff for your head so you can go win Bible trivia contest and not just kind of a vacuous practice right. where we're just feeling good. <laughs> you know, well, I'm not you know I, I think um, having been a part of a lot of your Bible studies for years, I think you do a good job of taking the big idea, which uh, could come out of scripture uh, or even what someone else has shared, a, a leading, someone who's sharing a leading idea and bring it down to the spiritual application to here's what it can look like in your life. So that's what I think is going to be really helpful and tangible besides it being deeply spiritual. So I think uh, Scripture has plenty to say to us about everything, right? Right. So why this focus on men? I know that you've you've led men's ministry 
uh, here and at other churches for years mm -hmm. right. and bring a lot of uh, crude wisdom and um, experience. But so why, why this focus on men? Well, you know, first, let me say, I mean, I teach Bible studies with men and women. Right. Uh, so it's not exclusively men that I focus on. But about 15 years ago, I mean, it really just it hit me. I guess, you know, Promise Keepers had been around and they were focusing on men. And it was not some new revelation I received. But mm -hmm. I guess it just hit me in a, in a way that I really needed to be hit um, to, you know, to communicate that sort of where the men go there there's there are ramifications and consequences for good or for ill right. uh, I came across something a while back that I heard first person I heard who who said this was Tony Evans and I, I, I therefore will not be able to do it justice I mean he said it as he was preaching and if you've ever heard Tony Evans preach mm -hmm. right. but he said as the man goes so goes the family as the family goes so goes the church as the church goes, so goes the community. As the community goes, so goes the city. And as the city goes, so goes the state, the nation, the world, etc. And he wasn't the first one to come up with that, probably. It's been around for a long time. And it's not meant to be uh, sexist or anything else, that, that men are this all-important center of the universe sort of thing. But just statistically, that's the, that's the case. Mm -hmm. um, when we look at all the statistics, and you know, we're not going to spend time every podcast talking about statistics but everything i've read talks about you know so many the breakup of the home is because very often mm -hmm. there's not a man present um, young men boys make some bad choices in life very often mm -hmm. maybe not always but very often because there's not a man at home and you know these moms these women are working hard you right. know they're this is not any sort of indictment against them, they are doing their best. But I believe that God wants both present and the influence of fathers, husbands, men, and a community really shape it in a positive way. And so I believe, uh, you know, like I said, 15 years ago, I had the, my aha moment that mm -hmm. we've got some great studies here, but in many churches, men are not present. Mm -hmm. And if they are, you know, they're just showing up every now and then. Right. And so I really felt God calling me to start something that helped focus on men, to get them engaged, certainly in a Bible study, but right. way more than that, something that was going to help them take it home. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, one of the phrases I use uh, that we'll talk about in a little while is I want them to take their faith and, and bring it into every sphere of their lives right. and not just, you know, we were talking about compartmentalization a few minutes ago, not just something at church on Sunday morning or saying grace before a meal or a blessing before, you know, or a prayer before you go to bed at night. Those things are great, by the way, but it, something that just permeates all of who we are and not just, you know, our religious day of the week or religious hour of the week or something like right. that. Right. So you use this term, uh, spheres of life, every sphere of life. So what does that mean when you talk about that? Well, you know, I mentioned the thinking of the tower with all the different rooms in it, and each room very often represents an aspect of a man's life. And so therefore, you know, something on the third floor may have nothing to do with on the fifth floor and all that. And if you just think of that as the sort of analogy of a man's life, very often that religious aspect is not touching the other parts. And so a better way of looking at it as, is as a wheel with, with Christ at the hub. Mm -hmm. And all the different parts of a man's life touching that hub. So 
how we are at work is influenced by our relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. How we are at home is influenced by that relationship. Every sphere of our life. And so sphere just means you know, not much more than just all the different areas, whether it's our relationships, uh, our spheres of influence, um, roles and responsibilities that we have. All of these things ought to be informed, shaped by our relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a theologian and statesman named Abraham Kuyper, and this is a paraphrase, but he basically said something along the lines of, there is not one square inch in all the universe over which Christ, who is sovereign over all, does not say, mine. Mm-hmm. So Jesus Christ is Lord over every sphere of life, every aspect of who you are, who I am, this universe it all belongs to the Lord, right? Right. And so, therefore, he wants it all, and he wants us to live accordingly in all these different spheres of life. And so I just think, rather than thinking, well, this is my religious life, the Bible doesn't know anything about this, um, what's sometimes called a sacred-secular distinction. Like, well, this is the secular world, so mm-hmm. I'm going to live like a secular person here, and this right. is the religious or sacred world. The Bible says, no, Jesus is Lord over all of it. So all of it has to be under his lordship. Right. So what does that look like? What are we talking about with that? And I did some brainstorming, and I said, um, you know, I just asked myself, what are some things that would come up? (laughs) I came up with this monster list here of all these things. I mean, our spiritual life, our personal life, private thoughts, marriage, fatherhood, friendships, the temptations and struggles that we face as a man, our worldview and belief system, our character, the workplace, the church, what is our purpose for even being here to begin with, Um, suffering, adversity, our culture, serving others, pursuing peace and justice and and mercy in this world, accountability, mentoring. I mean, I've got other things that we could go on and on, but the idea is it's limitless almost. Right. I mean, I'm not infinite, but God is. And he's revealed to us all this in and through Scripture. And so, therefore, we, you know, I, wanna, I want us to tap into that and, right. and, and open it and uh, discern what is this going to look like in my life. Because uh, I was told one time by a professor in seminary that there is one meaning to a Scripture, but there are as many applications as there are people. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to look different in your life than it's going to look like in mine. Right. And so... I want us to think together, you know, hopefully each week. Right. And and think through, you know, what is our topic? You know, what, is it going to be the workplace? Is it going to be my purpose in this world? Uh, maybe my marriage or my family situation? Whatever it is we talk about each week, I want us to think about it together from a, a Christian perspective and then talk about what that might look like as we live it out. So... That sounds exciting to me, thinking about there's everything that has some kind of relevance to our lives from the things that you just mentioned. So in the podcast of Walking Points, we're going to be pressing into each of these areas and hearing what God has to say and what his wisdom and agenda is for us to participate in some really good, healthy understandings of how he sees these things and how important he finds each of these areas And they're not disconnected. They're very uh, related to one another because it comes back to that hub that you mentioned, uh, Jesus Christ being the center of everything and relating to everything. 
So um, this is going to be great, Dale. I'm personally looking forward to this podcast, Walking Points, and um, really looking forward to how um, this goes out in the digital world and how God uses uh, some basic principles of God-centeredness right. um, to really change and influence lives. Right. I love, I love your use of the word agenda. I was... I was doing a Bible study yesterday, and one of the uh, one of the women in my Bible study talked about uh, the, one of the phrases that, or the words that really captures how she sees herself in this world is as an ambassador. And of course, the Apostle Paul calls us ambassadors, and an ambassador represents one kingdom, the kingdom of God in the case of a Christian, but lives in another kingdom and represents God's kingdom to that kingdom. That that ambassador doesn't bring his own agenda. He doesn't bring his own words. He brings the word, you know, the agenda of the king and shares it, communicates it with that kingdom. And I like what you said about, you know, we're bringing God's agenda to bear in all these different areas of life and hopefully making it just really relevant and practical so they can take what may be lofty ideas, but bring them down on the bottom shelf for all of us so we can take them and run with them and put them into practice, hopefully. That's great. Well, I am really looking forward to it. So we want to in- invite you to be a part of this uh, journey as we press into uh, hearing what God has to say to us. And uh, I know we're going to touch on some great subjects, some highly relevant subjects. But most importantly, I believe that God's going to do this personal connectivity, even as you listen, maybe in your car, maybe through your iPhone or whatever device you happen to hear this podcast and know that he's speaking to you about something he wants you to understand. And that's the, the beauty of all this is that it translate whatever the medium is, God has something good to share and something great to say to us. And so we invite you to be a part of this ongoing series of walking points and hearing how Dale is going to present some wonderful ideas that are practical, relevant, and uh, will help you in everyday life. And also want to invite you to be a part of if you'd like to be, if you're in Jacksonville, Florida, be a part of a men's group here. Southside Men has some great opportunities during the week. You can find out about that by going to the website sumcjax.org, and the dates are listed there for you to get connected personally. If you're somewhere else around the country or the world, continue to follow this podcast or get connected to a local church where you can be uh, in relationship with other men who are pressing into lead the lives that God's called them to. So I want to thank you for being with us. And Dale, I'm really looking forward to it. Me too. I'm excited. This is a a great way to start. We'll talk to you soon. guys i appreciate you checking out the walking points archive introduction and uh we're going to be putting these out throughout this year as well to catch everything up put things on itunes but uh, glad you were able to be with us today and look forward to being with you next time